You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM with Blake and Lawson, as well as producer Shell in Newcastle. Lawson's in Melbourne. I am in Finland reporting live where it is so cold you can feel it in your bones. We had Levi on a little bit earlier. He's going to come back on probably later next week as well, too, to talk about his journey uh, moving forward here at Koivako and also his attempt to learn the Finnish language, which is... Maybe one of the hardest languages to learn in the entire world, apparently. Uh, it's mm. on the, it's on the list of really, really difficult languages. Uh, and it's definitely the most difficult language to learn for people, uh, who have come to Finland. Yeah. I, I heard that people start usually learning, learning the language, but they never finish. <laughs> And that brings I us. I knew where that was going. I knew where it was going. Question. I now next clue for the quiz. Here we go. When Jesus ascended, this hid him from the eyes of the onlookers. Now we've had people text in with correct answers. People text in with incorrect answers. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer for two hundred. Points when Jesus ascended, this hid him from the eyes of onlookers. And of course, our amazing prizes for this week. We've got the 1,000 piece Jesus at the helm puzzle, which we promise, unless Blake sabotages, we will give you all the pieces to. And secondarily, we also have the Fountain View concert DVD, The Great Controversy. Look, you know, it's an amazing concert, but also looking at history and the way that God has worked through Christian history as well, all the way until the end of time. Do you know what I want to do? As I, I do want to sabotage the 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 jigsaw puzzle, but what I want to do is take one piece out, the piece that's in the middle, but then tape it to the front of the box and say, I thought about sabotaging this, but I've changed my mind because this is a spiritual lesson that people can change and then give it to them. That's what I want to do. Can we set that up somehow? I don't know but how we then can do. it's actually a piece from a different puzzle. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that, that, that's not. Wow. <laughs> that's so wow. hectic. I didn't see that coming. That was a plot, a plot it, twist. That's a, that's a twist. Bum, bum, plot bum. twist. It's not a piece of a puzzle. It's actually a piece of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. Okay, so <laughs> moving on, we got some text messages. I'm actually, I really want to get into the Bible study because it's a really, uh, really cool yeah, topic. Really epic topic. Well, it's actually not a cool topic. It's actually a frighteningly scary topic. But I want to get into it because the Bible has some really good things to say about it to protect you. And I know you're listening today, and you're thinking to yourself, "Hey, I want to be protected by that crazy, scary thing." Yes. We're going to get into the Bible study here shortly, but we got some text messages that we need to read. First one, housing crisis, low five figures. Does it flood or is it underwater? That, honestly, that's what I was thinking as well, too. How do you get land for that that price? That's well, a really good deal. It's not being used by anyone. It's unkept. It's not underwater. It's not flooded. It's just a bunch of grass there, which you can clear and build stuff on. It's been approved for... For building as well. It's not a flood zone. Uh, people will, insurance companies will insure it. So yeah, they're just trying to, they're just trying to help. Living their best life. Braden texts in, I presume you mean, <laughs> I would have pronounced Casium 137, which is actually pronounced, he says, Cesium. 
Yeah. Oh, that makes Caesar. sense. It's like we don't call it like what, what's it uh, like Caesarea. We don't call it like Caesarea. We don't call it quesadilla. You know that that yeah, place. We, we literally do say the word quesadilla. That's actually no, the but not the town Caesarea from the Bible. I, yeah. Okay. Fair. That's fair. But when I see this word, it makes me just think of not that town. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. It's fair radioactive, enough. man. Who who knows how it's pronounced? It, it could be like say I e s i m one thirty seven. Dangerous stuff there. Oh, we got another text message. W a searching for a needle in a haystack. Radioactive search and found it. On a personal issue uh, for God's people in the last days, there's no hiding anywhere that you can't be found. Mm. It's okay if you're in the Lord's arms. Amen. Very interesting thought, actually. That's a really good point. So we are, we got more text messages coming in here too. They just, they keep flying in. Here's a joke for you, Lawson. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for this? Prepare yourself. Trust me. You're going to want to do this. You're going to want to prepare for your, for this. It says a joke for you, Lawson. In what room of the house are you Russian when you arrive, European when you are there, and Finnish when you leave? Um. Well, for my friend who lived in that tiny apartment that was like ten, well, less than ten square meters, it's all the same room. It's that's it's your bedroom, your kitchen, your toilet. It's it's all the same place. <laughs> oh, I really like that joke, actually, and I one hundred percent am going to use that, Braden. That's that's some Kiwi humor there that is actually a little frightening, but I love it nonetheless. Here's another one: there are jigsaw puzzles at the library you can borrow. You never, oh no, she's giving me crazy ideas right here. You never know if all the pieces are there till the end. It can be interesting. Thanks, Suzanne. Ooh. Blake, that's a crime. To steal from the library, that's a, that's a crime. You, is it, is it stealing? I thought you borrow books. It's, <laughs> I borrowed the pieces. <laughs> that's all. Actually, that is so, just, I just, hold on. We got to talk about that for a minute. That's a wild thing that you can you can actually get jigsaw puzzles from libraries. I mean, that's a recipe for disaster if I ever heard of one. I'm gonna be There's honest. There's no way I would never, never let someone come to my house and borrow a jigsaw puzzle thinking I'm ever gonna get any of that back. Mm. That's like that's like just you know, poking the bear, you know, just like making you're you're you have no idea what's about to take place. Absolutely just no, no, that's unsafe on every level. Uh I don't think I've been to a public library since I was like seven. What? I've been I've been to the uni library, but Lawson, libraries are the best. Lawson, like I I love libraries. I have internet at home. Why do I need to go to the library? Wow. Wow. Oh, I just have to take a moment of silence for the literal funeral uh, for public libraries in Australia for this generation coming up. That's a very sad thing. Libraries are cool, man. They have a lot of cool stuff there, like jigsaw puzzles. Uh, Sky texts in, bad dad joke, Braden. But she also says, 
awesome as. And then Braden texts, just tape the piece to the bottom of the box. <laughs> you know, okay, you know, it'd be really cool if you these people, you, you these are these are wild. So if you They're took a bit wild. if you if you took the jigsaw puzzle from the library and you took all the pieces out and you turned it into a citywide scavenger hunt. So when someone tries to borrow the jigsaw puzzle, it's like, hey, it you, want, you want the pizzas? Uh, the pizzas. Do you want the pieces? You want they're, the pizzas? <laughs> they're all over the city. Pizzas got pizzas all over the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Wait, uh, Bible so study time. So let me ask that question. Like yeah. from an ethical, moral standpoint, if you did that to a jigsaw puzzle from a library, is that wrong? Uh, with producer Shell is saying yes. I don't producer know. Is, is there a rule against the obstruction we're a little of bit access here? The, you know, we're not stealing the jigsaw puzzle. We're just obstructing people's access to the jigsaw puzzle. No, actually, we're not even doing that. We're we're, we're providing an excellent property. time for a others. service. We're it's a service we're providing here. We're creating. A, we're creating memories. We could we be, we could be, memories. we could be the Banksies of like library jigsaw puzzles that people oh. stumble across, and it's like, which library are they going to hit next? <laughs> what library will Faith FM hit next? I, I think we may not be hitting many libraries as Faith FM if we actually go and do that. So, uh, don't we? We probably shouldn't do that as well. Uh, Skytex in, uh, yes, libraries are great. Us introverts need somewhere to borrow books. Never mind all the germs with the jigsaw puzzles. Imagine the staff having to count all the pieces each time someone returns. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. Sorry, that caught me off guard. I didn't even see it was coming. I was so... There's lots of library lovers, like... Bruce That's what I was trying to this. say before. You're you're just throwing libraries under the bus, man. Do not be throwing libraries under the bus. Mm-hmm. Bruce and, and Liz, they text in. My local library has jigsaw puzzles. They're on a table. You work on it there. That's a smart library. That's a library that knows what's up. Because but they can't stop me from stealing the pieces. Well, but we're not stealing uh, anything. Okay. okay yeah. Mm-hmm. We're. D- d- the the Bible is going to stop you from stealing because it's Amen. more. That part is wrong. And, and but my, my thing is, I just don't know. Is it stealing if you set up an amazing treasure hunt for people? Mm. Mm. It, well, what I do know is that it is time for our Bible study. Yeah, we need to get into our Bibles because clearly our ethical compass is off right now. We're in a so dilemma. We, we when you're in a dilemma, when you're trying to figure out life, turn to the Word of God. That's actually a lot. A lot better than us coming up with ideas on how to do crazy treasure hunts, scavenger hunts through the through the land. We're going to talk about surety and Lawson. Your favorite thing: get rich quick schemes. My my favorite thing to talk negatively about. That that's your absolute I mean. favorite thing: get rich quick schemes. Okay. Oh, uh, are you ready for that? I'm. I am ready. Okay, I want to have you, if you can, mm-hmm. get ready by reading Proverbs 6, 1 to 5, and then Proverbs 17, verse 18, and then Proverbs 22, verse 26. Can you do that for us? 
For sure. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter six and verse one, my son, if you become surety for your friend, if you have shaken hands in pledge for a stranger, you are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. So do this, my son, and deliver yourself for you have come into the hand of your friend. Go and humble yourself. Plead with your friend. Give no sleep to your eyes, nor slumber to your eyelids. Deliver yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter and like a bird from the hand of the fowler. The other verse we have here, Proverbs 17, verse 18. A man devoid of understanding shakes hands in a pledge and becomes surety for his friends. And now here it says, do not be one of those who shakes hands in a pledge, one of those who is surety for debts. The big words there. Uh the Bible is very clear that God does not want his children to become responsible for the debt obligations of others. So in the book of Proverbs, the Lord actually warns us against surety, which is the idea or the process of co-signing or being a guarantor for another person, right? Mm -hmm. So when we look at surety and when we look at what the Bible tells us about that, it clearly repeatedly says, don't do it. Don't do it for anyone. Don't do it for your best friend. Don't do it even for your kids. Don't do it for uh your brother. Don't do it for a cousin. Don't do it for a neighbor. Don't do it for anyone because it is not what God wants you to do. So surety usually occurs when a person with poor credit is seeking a loan from a lending institution like a bank or a credit union and, and they don't qualify for the loan. So right off the bat, when you need surety, it, it essentially means, first off, you don't have enough equity or enough equity or capital to get the loan on your own. So you're going to need help from someone else. The loan officer will then tell the unqualified person that he, if he or she, whoever they may be, will then get a friend with good credit to co-sign with him or her. Uh, then the bank will grant the loan and hold the co-signer responsible in the event of a default. Mm -hmm. That is really bad because Studies have shown that 75% of those who co-sign end up making the payments. So Oof. three out of four co-signers end up being the people who pay the payments at the end of the day. Because they've, they've been stuck, essentially. Well, just the whole, the whole idea is don't sign loans for other people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because, like, well, we need to recognize too, like getting into debt is not a good thing. Sometimes it's, it, sometimes it's needed to be done for different situations, uh, like, you know, getting a mortgage to a house or different situations that we've had text messages come in as well too. It's not a sin to get into debt to move forward, uh, in your financial prospect to do, but you don't want to get into debt for everything. Mm -hmm. But when you're getting into debt so much that then you also need to, get co-signers for the loan as well too. That's just a super tricky situation. And the Bible actually says, don't do it. So, so, you know, if, if a church member comes and says, Hey, will you co-sign for me? Your response literally should be, uh, the Bible says I should never do that. You know? Hmm. And so, you know, you know, I understand that the Bible encourages us to be helpful uh, to people who are actually in need, but we need to remember we should not become responsible for their debts. So we can yeah. help people with different situations, but don't be going out there signing loans for other people. That's 
not good. And sometimes parents like are asked by teenagers to co-sign for the purchase of the first car or older kind of adult children will ask parents to co-sign for a business loan. You know, the, the same answer needs to apply every time. The Bible says I should never do that, right? Mm-hmm. When someone asks you to co-sign for a loan, to basically be the one who will guarantee when the when it's time to pay the piper, you know, when at the very end of the day, mm. when the money is required, do not be that person. Mm-hmm. Not for your kids, not for your parents, not for other people. It is not a safe way to go. Not for someone from the church, right? And I, I find that it, it's tough. Like, honestly, because I could see myself getting in that situation where, like, I want to help somebody. And so, okay, you know, I'll do this thing. You're like, no, the Bible, the Bible gives us these clear instructions because the Bible wants us to have healthy relationships with our yeah. friends, with our parents, and with our kids. Yeah. The reality is, is that surety isn't charity. Okay. You can help people in a lot of ways and you can even help them draw closer to God enabling them to live outside of their means and that having an effect on you is not helping them hmm. because they they have bad credit and they need to co-sign because they've already been living outside of their means and they have bad like trash credit so it's like that that's why they're asking for the co-sign enabling them to continually do that is not helping them you know, this is actually why it's so important for us to get into the Bible. Like literally mm. before we're talking about going on scavenger hunts, you know, you know, because we are, we are, you know, we're carnally minded people. Like we are, we are weak in the flesh. And then we get into the Bible and we realize, okay, let's bring this back together. Let's go to the scriptures. Let's see what the word of God says. Let's follow the Lord's instructions on these things. And it gives us this compass about how we should live our lives and what we should do. Here, very specifically, when it comes to co-signing a loan or being mm-hmm. surety, the Bible is very clear. Do not do it. So mm-hmm. if you're listening to Faith FM for the first time and you're thinking, hey, I want to get some financial advice because we're, this is what we're studying for the next quarter. We're going over the 20 million movement Bible study, and they are giving us this advice, giving us this word of surety, these sure words of uh, the scriptures that are saying, no matter what, no matter who it is, do not sign a loan for somebody else. And, and I think there's actually another lesson to that as well, too, which is a painful lesson. Sometimes it's good to allow us to learn the hard way. Right. I'm, I'm in that club as well, too. Sometimes the best lessons I've learned in life are lessons that I've had to go through hardship. I've had to go through pain in order to actually receive what I've wanted to get in the, in the first place, right? To receive the pleasure that I was looking for first, I have to go through the pain. But when we kind of swoop in like helicopter parents, which many of us will do or have done, or maybe we have helicopter parents. To kind of hover above to keep everything safe. Oh yeah, honey, I'll co-sign that loan. Don't worry. It actually does a disservice to the development of our character in Christ. Yeah, I think it's a it's a real case of as we've been talking about, like God wants to help us and provide for us financially. God wants to lead and order our life. 
Uh, he wa- God wants to be the co-signer on our loans. God wants to be the surety of, you know, our finances. And yeah, if we put another person in that position, you know, they're not God. They'll, they'll get burnt. You know, if God wants to enable us to have that house or that car or whatever, he will enable the finances to come. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson. We're right in the middle of our Encounter with God Bible study series. We are talking about surety and get-rich-quick schemes. Before we get into get-rich-quick schemes, I want to be very clear. We need to never be surety for a loan. And we need to make sure that we do not, at least the Bible tells us so, when we read through Proverbs and the wisdom that Solomon gives us through the inspired word of the scriptures, to not be surety, to not be a co-signer or a guarantor of the loan. Now, before we get into our get-rich-quick schemes, we need our final quiz clue. Lawson. Yeah, that's right. I was about to say something you should do, though, is co-sign these quiz answers because then you'll go into the draw to win the prize. Here we go. Final quiz clue for today. Maybe you've been holding off. You know, you've, you've been, you, you, you haven't been able to get the right answer in as of yet. Let's see how we go on this one. First Thessalonians chapter four and verse 17, it says that we who are alive and remain and are left will be caught up in these to meet the Lord in the air. So if you know where we're caught up to, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. Call or text that number with the correct answer. You go into the draw to win the Fountain View Great Controversy Concert DVD, as well as the 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzle, Jesus at the Helm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's time now for us to talk about Get rich quick schemes. Now, Lawson, I just have this feeling mm-hmm. that you love get rich quick schemes. You got a you got a vibe. There, there, there is nothing that I despise more than <laughs> anything that could be called or associated with get rich quick schemes. Really? Okay, so yeah. you're not you're not just like a huge fan of the next big thing or the next no, not easy all. money, the next quick cash grab. That's yeah, not your, that's not your jam. I'm the opposite of a hustler. You know, I'll be honest and say God hasn't made me a very like financially inclined person in terms of, you know, I'm not out there spending all my time looking at the stock market. I'm not out there spending all my time, you know, uh, investing or whatever it may be. There is some different stuff that I watch online to, to get a bit updated to see what's happening in the world. But it's honestly just to, just to know what's happening rather than, yeah, because I, I'm, I'm content with what God has given me and how he's led in my life. But yeah, when it comes to get rich quick schemes, it's something that the reason that I'm so against it, and and a lot of people wouldn't call it get rich quick schemes. They would call it, you know, a whole various bunch of different things like opportunities, cryptocurrencies, whatever it may be. I'm not calling investing a get rich quick scheme either, but I think the allure, especially to so many people my age as, as a young person, the allure of Hey, I can do this thing and, and boost my finances. And, but in reality, they've just been sucked into a pyramid scheme. I see it happen all the time. And I see it happen, especially in churches amongst young people. And it's really sad. 
you know, I, I'm like, yeah, and they, oh, it's cringe sometimes when when some people who have involved themselves in multi level marketing schemes try to. I've I've had the experience before of of people trying to then reconcile that with some kind of church event or something, rocking up to church events trying to sell things, and yeah, it's 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 intense. It's mm. I'm I'm really really against. It. You know, you can say there's there's some there's some big ones people get into. Um, we've basically seen over the last couple of months that essentially. Well, cryptocurrency as a concept on itself, you know, a decentralized currency is good and whatnot, but all of the industry surrounding cryptocurrency, basically every crypto exchange that exists is a huge scam. And, you know, uh, they're all on the brink of collapse and you will lose your money if you have your money tied up in, you know, crypto investment. Like, and I'm not saying everyone, there's lots of people who've gotten rich off crypto and da 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 like for sure, but money that comes easy goes easy. And I, Ooh, think it, I like that. I think it just enables us to live wanna, outside of our means. And- I want to add something to that one. Okay. So money that comes easy goes easy. And when it sounds too good to be true, it surely is. Mm. So you, you, I, I love what you're saying there too. When, when it enables us to live outside of our means. Now, if you have the means to live a certain way, it actually doesn't mean you have to live that way as well too. Just because you have money doesn't mean you have to live quote unquote, like a rich man or a rich woman. You know, it's, I think it's important for us to remember that first and foremost, we're actually stewards of God's money and it all belongs to him. Now we return our tithe. We've talked about the tithe. We give our offerings. We've talked about offerings, but now we're trying to, to avoid debt, to stay out of debt. And one of the best ways to avoid and to stay out of debt is to avoid these get rich quick schemes. I do want to read the Bible here, Lawson. Can you uh, read for us Proverbs 28, verse 20? And I'm going to read 1 Timothy 6, verse 9 and 10. I love these verses. I love this proverb. It says in Proverbs 28, verse 20, it says, a faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. The the hastening of being rich, the get rich quick scheme, the Bible talks not so fondly of it. In 1 Timothy 6, verse 9 and 10, the Bible says, but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men into destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. For which some have strayed from the faith and their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. It's mm. this desire to get rich quick, this desire to have more, more, more. We live in a, a society that's completely inundated with commodification. Everything is at our fingertips. It's all about instant gratification. And we don't even know how to painfully endure, honestly. Mm. When you look back at our uh, brethren and sisters through the Bible times, through the historical ages, they had life so difficult. We have indoor plumbing. We have hot showers, though I haven't had a hot shower in about uh, four days. That's Because so, yeah, it's freezing. I've had showers, but they've just been really, really cold ones. Uh, You know, so I don't want to take those for granted. I can't wait to have a hot shower, by the way, just throwing Mm. it out there. But it's important for us to remember, like, it's not all about money. It's not about, it's not all about more. It's about 
relationships that God puts in our lives to share the love of God with others, to develop our characters and to become the best people that we can be for the kingdom of heaven and to grow God's kingdom. And so when we have that mindset change, when we realize it's not about getting everything that we want at our fingertips at the snap of a finger, but it's about God's priorities first. An additional tragedy with these devious get-rich-quick schemes as well, in many cases, individuals, they have to actually borrow money Mm. to become involved in them in the first place. And then lives, families are ruined by the get-rich-quick schemes because they had to borrow in the first place. And they end up enriching only the con artists who devise them at the expense of those who fall into their trap. So when a friend or even a loved one tries to pull you into one of these scams, run. Don't walk, but run as fast as you can. The Bible gives us these warnings because the Bible is God's word and God is love and God loves his children. And he wants to protect you from the pain that the world pulls us into through instant gratification. Absolutely. Get rich quick schemes live and die through exploitation. And the answer is don't be exploited. Lean on God. He will provide for your needs. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Here with Lawson and Blake and producer Shell as well too. We are coming at you from all different parts of the world, Lawson and Melbourne. I'm up here in Finland, and Shell is in Newcastle. And yet, through the technology, it's all working. And speaking of technology, we've got a bunch of amazing text messages that I want to read uh, that have just come in. Braden says, you can't get the smell of real books when you're reading them online. Totally agree. Yep, but that's not totally the point agree. of reading. Uh, Incorrect. I think that's reading, the number one. I just buy books to smell. We read, then... That's, but that's not the point. Oh, totally disagree. Love the smell of a fresh book in my hands. George <laughs> says, boys will be boys, eh? And I think he was talking about when we were uh, partially considering uh, transporting all of the jigsaw puzzle pieces throughout the whole land. And honestly, in hindsight, that was a terrible decision. And I apologize yeah. to libraries everywhere. Speaking of idea. libraries... Karen texts in and says, libraries are one of the only places in society where you don't need to spend money to participate. Amen. That is actually such an amazing point. There's so much free, beautiful information that is available at libraries and also experiences that are available at libraries. And they don't cost anything. And that is the beauty of libraries. They offer so much more than books, programs for various ages. Mine runs them four days a week for zero to five age kids, which makes a huge lifelong difference to kids' literacy. Amen. School holiday activities, free computer classes for seniors, DVDs and newspapers. They even got some Blu-ray discs now as well, too. History and society and a place to keep records, a JP service. That's actually true. I forgot about that. Good point. Uh, Online access to the books and DVDs and magazines, social opportunities and much more. The belief that libraries aren't necessary is the beginning of the dumbing of society. Oh, heavy. Heavy stuff. So, a.k.a. Lawson, you've been rebuked. I've, Just I'm, let you know. I'm, I'm are, you feeling, are you feeling the weight of the rebuke on your shoulders, uh, or is it more on top of the head or maybe in the lower back? Where is that? Where are you feeling that? Um, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not completely feeling it 
feel the feel the weight of the rebuke at all uh well look i think that the libraries provide a service and i see all those things i'm like that's great but they're just not services that apply to me currently especially because i'm a uni student as well i already have access to a library that doesn't do all those things they just give me books and that's what i need so (laughs) shout out library for giving me books but then simultaneously because i'm a part of my university i'm a part of the library service of the university I can read the books online, so I can just have a library at home. Gotta have the good smell. Braden texts in. That is interesting. I was thinking of having my parents get a home loan for me, as due to my situation, the bank would not lend me the money required, even though I have the income to support the loan. But this answers the question for me. I will instead rely on God to get me where He needs me to be. Amen. Wow. That's that's some faith right there. Mm. It's actually pretty powerful when we see the Word of God help us to make decisions that are in accordance to his will. And I just want to pray that you'll be blessed for that decision, Braden. Thank you for sharing that with us as well, too. We got another text message. Here's a question. What if the debt is used for usury as it is? Now, usury is essentially reloaning the the debt out once again at exorbitant high interest rates. But the Bible has some very clear instructions on usury. Uh, Exodus 22, 25 says, if you lend money to any of my people with you who is poor, you shall not be like a money lender to him and you shall not exact interest from him. The Bible also says in Ezekiel 22, verse 12, you shall not charge interest on loans to your brother, interest on money, interest on food, interest on anything that is lent for interest. So Usury is essentially what interest is, and usury is essentially high exorbitant rates of interest, Mm. kind of like what we see in society all around us, unfortunately. Sky texts in, amen. I still remind myself to be like Paul and be content because it is so easy to think what's wrong with me that I can't have this or buy that, and it's a daily temptation to not be satisfied. Amen, Mm. Sky. It's a, that is a, that is a struggle, but as we, Begin and learn to rely upon the Lord. He will help you through those difficult times. And through the pain, we can find a better, more satisfying experience in the kingdom of heaven. I love what the Bible says about usury and not taking interest from the ones that we love, Mm. the brethren in the church as well, too. We are not to profiteer or money lend or money monger the people who are our brothers and sisters that we're going to spend eternity with. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in that position or you're thinking about uh, that, I just want to encourage you, don't look at people as profiting opportunities, but look at people as children of God and recognize that their value doesn't come in the money that they can make you, mm. but in the fact that they are child of the most high God and they belong to the Royal family, treat them as brothers and sisters. We have, we have a, a a gift that we're going to give away. Mm -hmm. But before we do that, I was just thinking about the text message uh, we had from Braden earlier about, uh, he was thinking about asking his parents uh, to be co-signers for the loan. And I just wanted to say really quickly, if we know that we shouldn't do something for someone else, mm. it's really important for us not to put other people in that position for mm. us as well, too. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to say, you know, shout out to, to Braden for sending that text in, for being vulnerable and authentic 
And I just want to say, I really do want to encourage you to follow the instruction of the Bible and to trust that God will provide in a way that you can't even comprehend. He wants to open the floodgates of heaven and to go beyond your imagination to bless you in ways that you're unaware of. Excellent. Well, talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.